Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But I will not be reading from my book of poetry on today. Instead, I am going to read from my journal and... The date of this poem was written on December the 3rd of 2001. It is entitled, "He will, His Will, Not Mine. Here we go. And it was written by yours truly, Teresa Reese. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. I would rather live the life He gave me, not the one I chose for myself For I don't know what is best at all. The path I choose may lead to destruction. The path he chose is life everlasting. There is power and life as well as death in my tongue. Yet the words from his mouth produced day one. I do not know the number of hairs on my own head, but he does, so I choose to follow him instead. I hope that y'all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. But on today, what I wanted to do was be completely transparent and read from my journal that I wrote many, many, many years ago. Um, This one I would dedicate to the divorcees of the world. Um, If you know, like I know, whenever you took a moment to say your vows, I can almost believe not the majority, I mean, well, the majority um, of those who have said their vows never intended to end up in divorce. Um, However, Life happens and it happens. So despite the fact that you may have ended in divorce in a previous relationship, if you are anything like me, you may want to remarry someday. Now, I understand there's some people out there that were like one and done. There's some people out there is like two and through. Um, But for those of you that have the desire And those of you that can relate where when you were in your marriage, you interceded and prayed for your spouse and you were under the impression that by having those moments that it would never end a divorce. And then you had to come to maybe Jesus moment or you came to yourself and you realized that this was something that God just did not put together. And so you made a conscious decision to bow out of that thing gracefully. This is to those people. (laughs) So here we go. And again, this is an insert. I will try to. I will try to censor it as much as possible. So here we go. It was written December the 24th of 2001. Lord, it is me, your daughter, Teresa. Yes, Lord, I've done it again. I prayed for a husband 
but I did not pray for the knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and compassion that I will need in order to keep him. Let me say this again. I prayed for a husband, but I did not pray for the knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and compassion that I will need in order to keep him. Lord, I don't know how to trust a man. I need your help to trust this man, to be the man that you called him to be. Lord, I know that I am not God. I am not you. I cannot take your place, nor will I ever be able to. Lord, I do not know how to be his friend. I only know how to be his lover. Please teach me how to be a friend to him like I am to my female friends. Show me how to have balance in this marriage. Please show me how to pray for him from my heart and believe that not only did you hear my prayers, but that you are working things out for my good and for the betterment of the marriage. Show me how to let go of my past hurts and my past disappointments and not compare my past experiences to my current marriage. Show me how to accept him and love him just the way he is. Help me to conquer fear with faith. I believe he is the man for me. I believe he and I are meant to be. I also believe that our marriage is built to last a lifetime. And I believe we will be able to defeat any and every demon that comes our way, apart and together. Lord, give me the courage to let go of my past and trust you with my present and with my future. Give me the courage and the strength to believe in myself and my decision to marry this man. I believe that this is one of the best decisions I have ever made in my life. Please do not allow me to destroy what I believe. Please do not allow me to destroy this marriage. I want to be married. I want to be married to this man. I admit, I have never been a real wife. I admit that even when I was married to you, God, I did not truly understand holy matrimony, covenant relationships. I wasn't loyal to you, God. Lord, please forgive me. This man is your child. You know who he is and who he will become in you. Show me how and when to submit to my husband. Please help me, Lord. Show me when I need to intercede in prayer. Show me how to be the friend he needs. Show me how to accept him for who he is now and who he will become later. Show me how to forgive him sincerely. Show me when he needs space. Show me when he needs a hug.
show me when the appropriate um, when to sorry when to approach him and how in love teach me how to build a solid durable fulfilled marriage that will stand the test of time in Jesus mighty name I am open to your suggestions Lord I cannot do this on my own strength I cannot do this on my own at all I need you Lord and I desire to have a very prosperous and successful marriage. Lord, I love my husband. I want him to love me as much as I love him. I don't want to lose my marriage and I don't want to lose my husband ever. Show me what to do, Lord, and show me how to do it your way, not mine. I love you, Lord. Thank you for the victory over the enemy. Thank you for delivering my husband from the ties that bind him that are not of your divine and holy will. And thank you for doing the same for me. From this day forward, I choose to love my husband just as you chose to love me unconditionally. And then I wrote, don't worry, it will work out, Teresa. So for those of you that don't know, I divorced that man. I did that. But in the course of me going through that process of divorce, I had a tug of war. And one of the reasons why I had a tug of war is because I kept hearing God hates divorce because that's what the Bible says. And then one day I was in prayer. And I mean heavy in prayer. I was fasting and praying. I fasted and prayed for almost a year asking God to reveal to me if I was supposed to stay in this, in that particular marriage. And one day I heard it so clearly. And I was like, God, your word says that you hate divorce. And he was like, Teresa. I hate divorce when I put the marriage together. Did I put you two together? And I had to do some real soul searching. And in the process of me doing some soul searching, I realized that no, he did not. As a matter of fact, I wanted to be married in that season so very badly that the very first person that said, will you marry me? I said yes to. Truth of the matter is, I was still connected to someone else in my heart, mind, body, and soul. And I had gotten my heart broken by that individual. And so I was trying to prove to him that if you didn't want me, somebody else did. And in the course of my doing that, I was the one that ended up being more hurt than him. So it was truly a waste of my time and it was truly a waste of his time because the intent behind me saying I do had nothing to do with God. Now, if I would have actually waited for God's response instead of answering for him, some of y'all will catch that later. I would have heard him say he is not the one for you. But because I did not wait for his response 
and I was trying to prove something to someone else, I ended up answering for him. And by my answering for him, again, God didn't get the glory at all. And so I went through a process and a season of rejection because I made that choice and I did it stamping God's name on it. And by my stamping God's name on it, it didn't, he, God didn't lose no sleep, but I lost a whole lot of sleep. I shed a whole lot of tears. And if I would have been obedient and just waited on him, waited on his response, then I could have saved myself a lot of heartache and pain. Now, everything that the enemy does, God will turn it out for your good. So I have two beautiful children from that union. However, that was the good that came out of it. Not only that, I took a moment to recognize just because I've read a scripture and I've tried my best to apply it to my life. You got to be real careful with doing that because my reasoning for also saying I do back then is because I read the passage is better to marry than to burn with passion. So I was trying so hard not to be condemned by church people that I was operating in such a way that may have been people pleasing, but it wasn't God pleasing. And I suffered because of it. And there are a lot of people that make choices for the sake of people pleasing and God has nothing to do with those choices. They want to save face. They want to keep relationships. They want to be able to operate in such a way that they get the pat on the back and all the things that come with the personal praise, but God is not pleased. One thing that I've learned is that he is not the author of confusion. And even when I was reading my journal insert, what I recognize now that I didn't recognize then is that I was very much confused. And I was confused because I had created this illusion of what marriage was supposed to be like. And I wasn't getting any of that for the most part in that marriage. And so by my not receiving those things, Slowly but surely, I started seeing maybe God didn't have anything to do with this. And I'm truly reaping what I sowed. And it hurt. That truth hurt me. Not only that, I felt used. I felt like I was chosen to be a babysitter. And that might not have been the intent, but that's what it felt like. I felt like I was chosen to be pretty much the reason why this individual would be free to do any other thing that he chose to do now that he was no longer a single father. So over a period of time, I began to become resentful towards him. And some of that was not his fault. But remember, you reap what you sow. 
So because I chose him for the wrong reasons and he chose me for the wrong reasons, that fruit started to manifest. And yes, we have two beautiful children from that whole entire marriage. But I learned a valuable lesson because we even went to marriage counseling. So the pastor at that time was like, well, y'all, it's better for y'all to marry than to burn with passion. But you know what else? I didn't take time out to get to know that man. Had I really just postponed the wedding like I had suggested to the pastor and the pastor was like, nope, y'all need to go ahead and marry now because you're going to be literally you could be losing out on some of your blessings by waiting. Part of me wishes I would have never listened to that pastor. But anywho, I digress. But one of the things that I did learn is that you have a conscience for a reason. I call it a God conscience. And whenever you're being told or whenever you feel like something does not seem right, something does not sound right, something does not feel right, something is not right. Dig deeper. I've heard people say the answers that you're seeking lie within you. And they do. When I look over a lot of my journal inserts throughout the years, I recognize that if there's a big old question mark, if there's a lot of doubt, there's a reason why. And sometimes we need to be bold enough to seek out the why. Why do I feel this way towards this individual? Why do I get the sense that they're not being faithful? What is it about this person that vexes my spirit? We need to have enough boldness and courage to literally research the why. Because in doing so, your answer will manifest most likely. But a lot of times we dismiss those questions. Why do I have doubt? What? Why do I feel like there's a hole in this story? Why do I feel like you're lying to me? Why do I feel like you're not telling me the whole truth? There, If you're feeling that way, nine times out of 10, most likely that's your gut telling you something is not right and this dog does not hunt. And you need to investigate that why. Because you will end up most likely finding the truth that you're seeking. Now, sometimes you may convince yourself that a lie is a truth. That's a whole different story. We're not going to talk about that right now. But for the most part, when the people tell you to trust your gut, that's what they're referring to. You should have such a connection with your inner being that when something does not resonate with you, when something, let me look up, let me just let y'all know what resonate means. So y'all know for those, I don't want to take that for granted. Um, so let me just look that up real quick. So when something does not resonate, it means produce or be filled with a deep, full, reverate, rever rever oh y'all i can't say this reverberating sound 
I gotta look that word up because reverberating. Have y'all heard that before? I ain't heard that before. <laughs> of an idea or action, meet with someone's agreement, um, evoke or suggest images, memories, or emotions. So that's what resonate. But let's look up this other word because I have never heard this before. So some synonyms for um, resonate. Is echo, vibrate, reproduce. Okay, so let's look up reverberate. It's R E V like Victor, E R B like boy, E R A T E. I've never heard of that before, but we're going to find out today what that means. Reverberate. So that means resound, echo, re echo, repeat. And synonym, a synonym for this word is ring, recoil, re-echo, rebound, react. Okay, so reverbate. I learned a new word today. How about y'all? Okay, so anyway, <laughs> but if it doesn't resonate with you, if for whatever reason, you're just like, no, something about this just doesn't seem right, listen to that. And then find out why you feel that way. Because nine times out of 10, there's an answer. For me, I pray. For someone else, they might meditate. For someone else, they might journal. For someone else, they might jog. For someone else, they might write. For another person, they might take the time out to just communicate. I got a question mark right here. I need to understand what it is. I feel like you're not telling me the whole truth. What is it that you're holding back? Why is it that you're holding back? Why do you feel the need to deceive me or practice deception or lie or mislead me? These are the types of conversations that a lot of us are afraid to have, but we need to have. And the truth may hurt you, but it is necessary. That's something that I've had to realize over time. I may not always like what I hear, but I know that it is necessary and I would I would rather hear the truth than a lie on any given day. That's just me personally. I'd rather someone tell me the whole truth and shame the devil than lie and deceive me because I know me. And once finding out the whole truth and nothing but the truth, my reaction may be a little different. See, there's some grace provided when you know that you're someone is taking time out to just tell you the truth no matter what. But. It's something about finding out that someone has been lying to you the whole time. You mean ain't nothing that came out your mouth true? Oh, honey, we got a problem. So it's just something to think about. For me, I discovered in that journey, in that season of my life, that I was getting married or I had married. Let me put it like that. Because at the time when I was getting married, I really thought it was God. It wasn't until after I married that I realized uh, God had left the building. <laughs> and it was just two human beings standing there. But anyway, now I'm not saying that. Let me let me let you know this. I'm not saying that if you do make a, for the lack of a better way of saying it, fleshly decision to say I do to someone, that God can't still bless that. But I believe that it would require two people repenting and confessing to him. Repenting means turn away from and confessing. Hey, we missed the mark. 
but we really need you to come up in here right now and help fix what we created. He can work with that. But a lot of times we don't want to do that. A lot of times we don't want to take the time out to acknowledge, hey, I erred in this decision. I made a faulty decision and I'm dealing with a whole lot of crappy consequence because I didn't do it your way. I didn't do it decent and in order. I didn't seek your face long enough to wait for your answer. In fact, I moved before you said yes or no. I kind of answered for you. And now that I have answered for you, I'm in this hot mess of a relationship. God, I'm going to need you to fix it. Because if you don't fix it, it ain't going to get fixed. But a lot of us don't want to take the time out to have that conversation with our Abba Father. A lot of times we want to say, I got it. I don't need his help. Some of us like, I don't even believe in him. That's some of us. <laughs> I don't even believe in him. So why even seek his face? But for those of you that do, whenever you're making life decisions, which includes marrying someone, be sure to count up the cost and be sure if you are a prayer warrior, if you are someone that truly loves to see God's face, that you don't just receive one confirmation. Make sure that it's him and not you responding back to your own question. And some of you may be like, well, how do I know? One of the ways that you'll know is because of the fruit that are bared. See, one thing I've learned is that consistency really is key. If you see someone that is being consistent and how they operate when it comes to your relationship, most likely what you're seeing is what you get. But if you see the representative and then all of a sudden this person changes their stripes, so to speak, pay attention to the person they are after they've changed their stripes, because that will show you their true identity. I believe I could be wrong. We could agree to disagree. That's your business. However, I honestly believe that people, if we pay attention and take the time out to pay attention and if we really and truly are honest with ourselves, what's before you and how they treat you is of the utmost importance. And there's a passage that I should have listened to, but I didn't. I was so disobedient. There's a passage that says in the Bible, be anxious for nothing. But in all things, through prayer and supplication, make your requests known unto God. Now, there's another part to that. And a lot of us don't ever say that part out loud. But I'm about to say it because there's more. And this is according to the New International Version Bible. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, Present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So why am I sharing this with you? Had I done the decent and in order thing, you're right. My children by that man would not be here, most likely. However, 
if I would have operated in the context of not being anxious, I would have been able to see, I believe, some things that I ignored initially. And for those of you that want to know what context means, by definition, and these are these definitions I'm sharing are out of the Oxford Languages Dictionary. Um, the circumstances that form the setting for an event, statement, or idea, and in terms of which it can be fully understood and assessed. The parts of something written or spoken that immediately precede and follow a word or passage and clarify its meaning. And so, a synonym or a few synonyms for context are circumstances, conditions, surroundings, factors, state of affairs. So, nine times out of ten, had I operated under that context of being anxious for nothing, a lot of the things that I was dismissing, so to speak, would have became more apparent to me. But because I was anxious and I was trying to prove a point to someone else, I suffered in silence for the most part. That's not a way to live, at least in my opinion. Suffering in silence is not a way to live. And so now I know. So now what I do to this day, I, I journal. I journal a little bit differently now, though, because I do take the time out to ask, why am I feeling this way? Where do I believe this is coming from? God, I need you to show me the truth. So I ask for the truth to be revealed a lot more now. I ask for the intention of others to be revealed to me a lot more now. I ask if God is for it or if God is against it a lot more now. And that's in terms of my relationships. That's in terms of my career choices. That's in terms of the, the smallest of things because I'm getting older. And I really want to get it right. <laughs> so I hope that this is going to conclude my episode on today. I hope that y'all have the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some God in it. Y'all guess what? Guess what? Y'all, the listeners, I'm speaking to you, the listeners across the world, you all made it possible for me, Teresa Reese, to reach over 10,000 listens on October the 8th of 2022. So for you of all of you who have been listening to my episodes on a con consistent, constant basis, you know that one of my short term goals was to reach 10,000 listens by January the 1st of 2023. And by the grace of God, y'all allowed this to manifest way before then. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I thank you for taking time out to just allow me to be fully transparent. I thank you for letting me share my journey, past, present, and Lord say the same, hopefully future. But I just really, really am appreciative of this platform. And I'm appreciative of the fact that wherever you are in this world, you are listening to my truth 
And this is how I see life. This is what I'm going through. Some can relate to it. Some cannot. It's okay. It's really okay. But I'm grateful nevertheless. So again, thank y'all from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Dear Future Hubby podcast and standing behind everything that I'm trying to achieve. And like I always say, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you so much for listening.